The views expressed on this program are solely those of the speaker and do not reflect the views and opinions of Centennial Securities. Be reminded that this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Happy Friday! Welcome to the Weekly Investment Podcast, where we discuss the week's must-know investment news and how it affects your money. I am your host, Walter. This week we discuss the UAW strike, IPO yo-yo, and the Fed's economic projections. It's been another exciting week in the investment world, so let's crack right into the news. The United Auto Workers and the big three automakers are still without an agreement, and Friday's deadline for a threatened expansion of the union strike is looming. The seven-day standoff feels like the beginning of a prolonged impasse that could disrupt production and affect U.S. economic growth. Where are the two sides in finding an agreement? Last week, the UAW launched simultaneous strikes at one assembly plant of General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis. About 13,000 workers are on strike, or roughly 9% of the union's 146,000 members who work at the big three automakers. UAW President Sean Fain said this week that he would announce an expansion of the strike at noon Eastern time on Friday, barring, quote, serious progress, end quote, in talks. Since then, Stellantis joined GM and Ford in furloughing some employees at factories because of part shortages storage constraints, and other issues related to the initial strikes. Barclays analysts believe the next plants targeted by the UAW could be the Big Three's pickup and truck plants, which are huge profit generators for the automakers. Some sources suggest there is still a big gap between the automakers and workers, and both sides have ramped up their rhetoric in advance of Friday's deadline. With everyone digging in their heels, the strike appears likely to continue, which, if true, would lower third-quarter U.S. GDP and damage global automotive supply chains. With a lot at stake, a resolution may take time. After their big entrance to the Nasdaq, recent IPOs Arm Holdings, Instacart, and Clavio have come back to near or below their initial debut prices. How much of these companies' stocks fallen, and why is the IPO market having difficulty sustaining its gusto? Arm, Cart, and KVYO's early days as public companies saw their companies hit intraday prices of $69, $43, and $39 respectively. As of Thursday's close, those same stocks are now trading at $52, $30, and $34 a share. Arm, Cart, and KVYO got positive investor receptions, being priced at the high end of their ranges, which shows that there is some demand for IPOs. However, The volatility seen since their debut suggests that there are other factors at play in the IPO market. It is clearly no longer the heady IPO days of 2021, which saw over 1,000 new listings, which raised almost $300 billion as investors sought growth opportunities in a historically low interest rate environment. Now that rates have swung the other way to a 22-year high, investors can earn a relatively high and predictable rate of return on fixed-interest investments. 
Some of the skittishness in the IPO market is also due to short-term factors, like this week's Fed meeting and a potential government shutdown. For now, at least, it looks like the incredible valuations of a couple years ago are off the table. Interest rates moving lower, and consistent growth in their businesses will be needed for these newly tradable companies' stock prices to move higher. On Wednesday, the Fed held interest rates steady as was expected. However, the Fed released its Summary of Economic Projections, or SEP. The SEP shows what the Fed expects for future GDP growth, the unemployment rate, inflation, and the appropriate interest rate policy. What did the projections reveal? Four times a year, the Federal Reserve releases a summary of the Federal Open Market Committee's participants' projections on the economy. Those economic projections can provide some forward guidance as to where monetary policy will be over the next year or so. Fed officials still see the Fed funds rate peaking at 5.6% this year, unchanged from the Fed's previous June projection. This suggests that the Fed will likely raise rates by a quarter of a percentage point one more time this year. In total, 12 FOMC officials see higher rates this year, while 7 see no increases. No officials expect to see rate cuts in 2023. What about rates next year? The Fed has plans to hold interest rates at their current levels for longer than previously anticipated. Fed officials now see interest rates coming down by one-half of 1% in 2024 to 5.1%, which is higher than June's outlook for rates to finish at 4.6% next year. Rounding out the Fed's projections, the SEP indicated that the Federal Reserve sees core inflation peaking at 3.7% this year, lower than June's projection of 3.9%, before cooling to 2.6% next year and 2.3% in 2025. Officials see the unemployment rate rising to 3.8% this year, below the previously forecasted 4.1%. Unemployment is expected to tick slightly higher to 4.1% next year, and then remain at that level through 2025. The Fed also sees stronger economic growth than initially projected, with the economy forecast to grow 2.1% this year, up from June's 1% projection, before coming down slightly to 1.5% in 2024, and then re-accelerating to almost 2% in 2025. What are the takeaways for your money? Number one, that interest rates will need to remain at this elevated level for longer in order for inflation to continue moving downward. Number two, the potential for increases in unemployment and decreases in GDP growth for next year will be on voters' minds in next year's election. Finally, number three, Diversification in your portfolio is key to weathering a higher interest rate environment, a slowing economy, and short-term election volatility. Next week, we review September's performance for the market. The ninth month of the year is historically the worst for stocks. So who bucked the trend and who didn't this September? Join us next Friday for that and much, much more. Thank you for listening, and please have a nice weekend when you get there. Talk to you next week. Thank <laughs> you.